Friday night, 11.06 p.m. Streaming live on Pride48.com. It's time for Mix Minus. My name is Daniel Brewer. I do not do this show alone. I do it with my good buddy, Adam Burns. Adam, how are you this evening? Uh, I don't know whether it's 258 or 256. Who who knows this sort of thing? Well, typically, Adam, uh, I'm doing excellent. Thank you for asking, by the way. Uh, typically, when we're talking about sizes of RAMs, we go in increments of uh, 16, base 16. So it would be 256, because the next step would be 512, and the step prior to it would be 128. Have we gotten that? Have we got that? Good. Yeah, okay. Oh. Is there a test at the end? Mm-hmm. Welcome to Hex what? Talk. <laughs> Welcome to Hex Talk. We're the what? digital uh, click and clack of the internet. Anyway. Am I, am I going to have to convert something to binary later, or mm-hmm. are we are we good? One zero one one zero. Oh, how dare you? (laughs) (laughs) That, sir, is 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 an ancient curse that you shouldn't say. Speaking of ancient curse, oh my God, we can't talk about it, can we? Speaking of an ancient curse, we're joined by a curse of a chat room this evening. We we can't talk about WandaVision. We can't talk about WandaVision. It just aired like today. So it's like, oh, uh, I've seen it. I know. I've seen like, it, but I don't, oh. I, you know, you, you bring up a good point, Adam. We, we do this show live in front of a chat room every Friday evening on pride 48. And uh, Adam, who is joining us in the chat room this evening? We forgot to do this we last have week, a, by the way. Well, we have a new chat rumor. Yes. Oscar C. Hello, oh. Oscar. Welcome. Hello, Oscar C. We also have executive producer Cyclone who received his eval today. Mm-hmm. And uh, he was a solid, he was a solid performer. Mm-hmm. We also have Tim in Alaska. We also have Auntie Scott. Mm-hmm. And uh, Lamont Cranston hasn't said anything in a while, but I he believe just did. he's he still He just said, there. welcome Oscar C. Oh, I'm sorry. Yeah. Lamont said something literally just now. Not in a while. <laughs> I, think that, I think that's everyone. I mean, yes. Curtis is playing Call of Duty, but I Black Ops, but I don't think he's listening to us. Probably not. Probably not. It's all right. Dolphin1273 right, is playing Fortnite. Right. Donna Sugars is playing Cyberpunk. Okay, it doesn't matter. Hey, by the way, in our chat room, yes. Have you played Cyberpunk? No. I I'm not a gamer at all, but I thought about buying Cyberpunk so that I could see naked, so that I could. You can literally control the size of the penis of the character. You could have the dick going down to the knees. You could on your character in Cyberpunk. You can basically go to Pornhub and do that. I mean, find videos of people with their. I don't know. Probably there's something wrong with me, but I have a thing for animated sexual stuff. Oh, did you? I, are I, you I one of those people that used to like make The Sims like make them work out all day long so that they would be all ripped and then put them in skimpy little outfits and have them uh, parade around on your computer screen? Was that you, Adam? Was that you? I. I did take the clothes off of them, but I, but I played Sims such a long time ago that they didn't have, there weren't skins or anything you could do to, to basically make them nude. So you get this blurred bit, you know, for their mm-hmm. genitalia. And now I think you can, you can customize it and remove the blur. You know, you can get but an you, Oculus Rift and then you can just look around like, you know, they have like VR porn now. So you could just, look Oh, around, I've done that. Around. I have a. I have a, what's the, Sam, not, it's not Samsung. Well, maybe I have that one. I have the one that you put your phone in. Oh, no, that's not the, that's not the Oculus Rift. I don't remember the name of it, but I have that. And I have watched porn in that. Yes. Well, there you go. What, what, it's probably improved since then. 
This was about a year and a half, two years ago that I watched porn. It, they've probably got better porn now. Well, I mean, I, who knows what porn technology has developed? I, I'm not sure. I, I don't have a VR headset, so I can't independently verify this. I'll have to go look. I'll, I'll let you know. I mean, not now, but at some point in the, while I'm on my trip, I'll pull out the old VR headset and put some porn. You on. know what I want to see? I want to see a porn of someone wearing a VR headset masturbating just, uh, and then someone like walking in and not and finding them, but not them not knowing that they were being found. And I want to, I, I want to, I want a whole story arc of that in porn. Can you get on that? Can you, uh, someone make me a, a porn like that? I'm sure someone can. It probably already exists. Mm -hmm. it, I, I would I would imagine that it already exists, but who knows? And that is exactly what the show is. We just we just like to talk about porn. That's what that's what we do here. Unmixed porn minus. talk. Mm -hmm. Porn talk with Adam and Daniel was too wordy of a, of a title, so we just came up with mix minus. All right. Auntie Scott in the chat room says Adam Jesus is listening. Is, that's a throwback to true. a joke earlier. It's true, Adam. Now I mentioned this on the pre-show, but I'm gonna just repeat it really quickly. My day today started off by being woken not by my normal Google Home alarm which had already woken me up, but I, I had it on snooze. And yeah, suddenly I, I'm awake because I, an explosion woke me up, Adam. An explosion woke me up. After the explosion, all the UPSs in the house started going beep, 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 beep. You know, I had to like go shut down computers and stuff because they're all on UPSs. And uh, yeah, something happened to a transformer in our neighborhood and about 8.30 this morning. We lost power and I had a really big day of meetings and stuff. And one of the meetings that I was running, I was doing so uh, because uh, the head of our department or, you know, the VP of our department had asked me to do it. And this was going to be the first time that I was doing something for him. And so I needed to make, he's a, he's a difficult person. So I wanted to make a good impression. And I'm like, oh shit, like, I don't know when the power's coming back. That's going to be like, I've got to run this meeting. So I thinking very quickly went, Oh, you know what? My mom's house is about 20 minutes away and it has fiber internet and uh, you know, there's nobody, the power's running there. So since I had a Google home over there, I pulled up my, my app and I looked at the Google home and I made sure that I could still see all the devices over there, which meant that her internet was working. So yeah, I drove over to plant city today and did uh, all that stuff from, from there. You're such so a devoted employee. Or as we call them at Walmart, associate. But uh, yeah, well, I'm, I'm glad it all worked out for you. Do you think they would have really held it against you that your power went out? No, they wouldn't have. But then keep in mind, I just took a week off for bereavement. So it's like, I didn't want to be identified as that guy. Oh yeah, he's the one with all the excuses. Yeah. So instead you said, I just want you to know my power went out this morning, but I drove 45 minutes to my deceased mother's home mm -hmm. and uh, brought up bad memories just so that I could, so I could control this meeting, uh, direct this meeting, whatever so you Tim produce in Alaska, this meeting. Tim in Alaska is asking in the chat room where my mom lived. It, it was Plant City, Florida. But you, you said Claremont. Actually, tomorrow we are going to uh, the family lake house, which is right near Claremont. So we will actually be right outside of Claremont, Florida tomorrow. So 
I'm sorry. That was just an aside. I'm just having a conversation with Tim in the chat room. Oh, good. And while we're doing the show, it's it's fine. It's like uh, nobody else needs it. Uh, nobody else needs uh-huh. yeah, We have some stuff on the board here that we can talk about since we seem to just be like uh, ambling along here. Uh, There's one thing before, yes. and I have the first card. Yes, you do. So I have one other thing. I have an announcement, and I forgot to put it on the Trello board, but I was, I was going to make it. So uh, I know that I sent you flowers for you, your you mother. Did. Yeah. And then you said... Adam, you weren't supposed to send flowers. You were supposed to make a donation to a charity. That's what you were supposed to do. Okay. Well, little did you know that the Pride 48 community was working diligently for a week to collect money to give to a charity. No, I didn't know that. And we have collected (gasps) with the help of Nessa. Oh, we collected a thousand dollars. Oh, my goodness. And uh, I think I think we're going to split it between the park one and an Alzheimer's charity. Oh, and they will be in your mom's name. And I haven't done it yet, but we've got the money. And uh, I was going to do a card or something. But Nessa said a lot of the people wanted to remain anonymous. But it is the Pride 48 community. Oh, that is so sweet. So uh, anyway, just wanted to let you know. Oh, now you're now I'm going to cry. Thank you, everyone. That is super sweet. That is absolutely super sweet. I, 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 I. I have, I have no words. Thank you. Thank you. That is, that is, that is now I'm just repeating yes. myself. <laughs> <laughs> I would like to thank everyone in pride 48 as well. Uh, all we did was organize it. You guys gave the money. Aww. So, uh, so yeah. Thank you. Uh, all right. So moving on, speaking of money. Yes. <laughs> speaking of uh, money. <laughs> do you like evals, Daniel? You know, do you, we, this is so weird. Uh, I'm going to go off on a tangent here for just a second. My eval last year w- happened because I switched departments last year. I had to get out of dev to go into PTO ops where I'm at right now. And so I, the department that I left, my ex manager literally sat me down and went, well, you know, it's uh, no one's getting uh, bonuses this year. No one's, uh, you know, so it's, it was just a bad year and blah, blah, blah. So just so you know, but uh, you know, you got a good evaluation and everything. So I got a great evaluation, but no raise. And I guess he didn't think that I was still talking to my former team members or whatever, who all got raises. So it was just like, it was kind of ballsy of him to sit there and tell me oh. that no one's getting raises as if I wouldn't find out that other people got raises, which didn't matter so much because I was just glad to get out of that department. But uh, then COVID hit <laughs> this past year and no one got, bonuses uh, or I mean we got a very small bonus at Christmas but um anyway what I'm trying to say is uh this this coming uh March like next month is going to be the first time that I'm going to get evaled in my new department where we actually have some amount of of pay raise stuff coming so I'm very excited well, uh, about it uh, are you oh you're excited about the pay raise I'm, the... I'm excited about my eval I Adam oh. I kick ass so I'm I'm always excited about my my uh evals oh well good let's talk about let's talk about this for just one second because I, I don't think people appreciate this when you work in an incredibly technical field like when you are a, a programmer or you know have some uh, other technical skill where the people that manage you don't necessarily have your level of skill in that technical thing your evals just come off as to whether you're a nice person or not 
Like I just, I have stacks and stacks and stacks of evaluations from across the years. Just like Daniel is a very helpful person. He is the first one to jump in and, and help someone do something. He's a very nice person. We all like him and blah, 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 blah. Not a single one of those evaluations ever speak to like the, the, the level of my technical expertise because the people evaluating me are not qualified to evaluate my technical expertise. It's not like I can go to my manager and say, I'm, I'm having a problem with this like recursive algorithm. I'm not figuring this out. It's like, I'm not like I can ask them because they're not technical people. Right. So it's, yeah, it, it's, this has been the, the thing in my life. Now that I'm in more of a business analyst role this year, my evaluation this year will be the first time that the people evaluating me are actually qualified to evaluate whether I'm any good at what I'm doing or not. Okay. Well, I've never been excited about evaluations because I don't like to sit there for 30 minutes to an hour and talk about how I've done. First of all, I'm a people pleaser and I don't take criticism very well. It hurts my feelings. So even if I've done really well, if there's a little, but you could work on this, this, and this, you know, then it kind of hurts my feelings and et cetera, et cetera. Also, when I was in QA, I was, Mark used to refer to me as the golden boy of QA because I could do no wrong. My evals, I would get fours and fives out of five. So either exceeds or role model, which is what it was when I was in QA. Mm -hmm. But when I moved, I've made this precarious move from QA to technical, but I was kind of a tech lead, but kind of developing, but kind of doing other stuff to now product owner. And the problem was, is that when I moved into the technical role, I was also leading the team. And so I was, I didn't, I couldn't fully devote my time to just coding. And so what I would, the feedback I would get is, well, you're not delivering enough. You, you know, you're doing your job. You're a solid performer, which is a three, but you're not going above and beyond when we rate you against other people at your same level. But also I came from QA mm -hmm. and I didn't come from development. And I, and I, I went up the ranks in QA and got to a level. Right. One, of, one of the older uh, non-technical people in our chat room would like you to tell them what a QA. QA is quality assurance. Quality assurance. Uh, testing. So test automation. I did code. I did write computer code, but it's more like scripty stuff. Anyway, regardless. So that happened. And then they say, well, you're so passionate. You need to move into product. But then when I move into product... The thing that I get is, well, you're you're way too far in the weeds. You're being too technical. You need to get out of the weeds and be more visionary. So I feel like for the past three years, I've been stuck in this limbo of either being not technical enough or being too technical or whatever. And so I don't enjoy I don't. But I, but enjoy I feel like emails. a lot of that is, you know, these people with MBAs, whatever their their little bullshit. Well, you've always got to say something that they can improve on. You always have to give them some note. Even if you think that they're doing great, you have to give them some note. To the, it's like so many of these things are just, here's the thing. If if you're going to wait until my yearly, yearly eval to tell me that you have a problem with something that I'm doing, then you're just a shitty manager. You should have told me that you had a problem with something I was doing six months ago when I was doing it, right? It's like, you shouldn't, well, you shouldn't only talk to me once a year if you're my manager. And it's interesting. I don't know. I felt so comfortable in QA that I was very influential in QA. I, I really and they do this. They say this thing where, well, we would like you to um, what is it called? You need to influence. You need to spread. Go. You need to go horizontal with your influence or I don't know, whatever it is. Like as you go up, you need to show us that you're you're more 
leading and all this kind of bull crap. Anyway, regardless, I don't look forward to them. I had my eval today. Yeah, I was going to say. So the, the the scuttlebutt is, is that you don't like your manager. You were supposed to have your eval the other day. I was. And it didn't happen. And you're on it vacation didn't. as I'd like today. Like t- today was your last day for a week. Yeah. Right? So and and it had to be done for white. So we're 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 all listening with rapt attention, Adam. Bated what, breath. What was your eval? So I, uh, and also yesterday they announced to us or day before yesterday, they announced to us that now our bonus system is we get a percentage of our salary mm-hmm. every year. Mm-hmm. And depending on, depending on what level you're at, the percentage is different, but there are a couple of factors there. They say, this is how much you could get. Mm-hmm. And then Walmart sets goals, company goals every year. And if the goals are met, then you could get 100% of your bonus. You could get 75%. You could get 50%, whatever. Now, this year, they added a third factor, which is also your eval can lower that amount as well. So I'm... Now I'm worried because I was like, oh, my God, I just recently yes. moved as an NPO You've been talking and I hate about my it boss. On, on your, on I know, your personal the, podcast. We don't have cross. No, I'm just I'm telling people two. this that we know that you've been worried about this. because So get to the point, Adam. What was your eval? I had 12 meetings today yes. and my eval was sandwiched in between those. Well, the good news is the, the good news is uh, I, I got a solid performer, which is a three. Which is not a four or five, which mm-hmm. I really wanted to be a four or five, but mm-hmm. it means that I'm getting a hundred percent of my bonus. Oh, well, good. So I, I don't get any lower than, you know, also Walmart for the first time ever since I've been at Walmart, we hit 125% of target, which means not only do I get my bonus, but I'm getting 125% of my bonus. So, wow. Uh, so I'm, I'm happy. Although I would have, I still you didn't that'll, that'll, pay for the, that'll pay for the entire uh, ski trip plus, you know, Christmas presents and, uh, probably, I don't know, Easter present. Do you guys give Easter presents? I don't Baron, know. Baron Froster, on, Froster, <laughs> Froster, <laughs> Froster, yeah. Baron Frosty on Twitter. <laughs> after last week's episode, we were talking about how much we get paid. And immediately, I can see how you got confused. You're um, thinking of Baron Froster from the Crass Castle. Castle. That's, a, that's yeah, a, yeah, yeah, it's yeah, a, yeah. It's a very well known YouTube channel. Yeah. Um, immediately after that episode aired, he immediately goes to Twitter mm-hmm. and says, uh, "Oh no, Adam, you don't make more than me." Immediately he goes on there. Now, if I threw my bonus in there. I wonder, I wonder how it would be. I wonder what it would look like, but you know, we'll see. Cause my bonus was not calculated into that figure. Mm-hmm. So there, there you go. So you're Who's getting a healthier. You're getting 120. I don't, who cares? Do you Me I mean, or Baron Frosty? Do you care? Let's arm wrestle. It's like, <laughs> let me just ask, does, does which one of you is wealthier and change the quality of my life one iota? No, it doesn't. It doesn't. It no, doesn't. It does not. I'm just he he was concerned with it because he tweeted immediately. Right. Well, I'm assuming that you gave five hundred and he gave five hundred, and that's why it's at a thousand dollars. Does he still? Does he still do a podcast? I don't know. I think maybe they could be. Our, I, think, I shouldn't here's the say thing. that. I know because he yeah because he asked me about the whole anchor hosting. I think that yeah the the was it called blime time is over on anchor i 
used to listen to it, but the sound quality got so bad. He could be our nemesis. You know, we were looking for a we could, we were looking for a, a fake fight that we could have. We did, but you know, but a, no one would hear it if it was on blind time. No one would hear it. <laughs> we could we could talk about who's wealthier. It is. Who, it's all it's all because Ju- Juicy is that her name? Juicy basically refuses to use anything other than a laptop microphone and shout across the room at it. And uh, her I, internet <laughs> is some kind of like hamster on a wheel. So it, it's <laughs> most episodes of Blime Time are just like. I said to him that I gotta do the thing, which I can't. I wanna do the thing, and I don't know. God, I don't know what I'm gonna do. Wow, your your noise gate is really also gating you a little bit there. No, that was me hitting the the mute button on and oh, off to, to try it? to okay. to try to well, level you have long myself. arms. <laughs> so anyway, we maybe Baron Frosty should be our nemesis. nemesis I don't I, know. I nemesis. I really wanted. She's not doing so well. Yeah, she's not doing so well. I really wanted them to be our nemesis. But here's the problem there is that Bobby is the only one that's cool on that show. The other two are just, they're just, they're whiners. It's just like, uh, it's like Jim and the Miz. They're just whiny. It's just like Bobby's the, he's trying to do this podcast. He's, he's really, his heart is in it. He really wants to do it. And it's every week is just a, a, a tribulation, right? Trial and tribulations. It's, it's, it's the, one man struggle to do a podcast with two co-hosts that have no interest in doing a podcast. <laughs> oh, I know. I know exactly how that is, Daniel, because I did a show for what, four years with my partner and he did not want to do a podcast. Mm-hmm. And anyway, and he would have to get drunk to be in the mood to do it. And then he would be belligerent. I know. Yeah, I know how it is. All right. Anyway, that's it. I got my bonus and uh, I'm not, I'm not look, I'm not, I, I don't, I'm not bragging. I just like to share my happiness with people. That's it. Okay. So I, I'm really not. Well, this, I, I this all, this all feeds into my topic that I have here this evening, Adam, which I've, I've cleverly and covertly put on the board as just TPG. Now I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm going to wait eight seconds or so to see if anyone in the chat room knows what TPG is, um, just to see if anybody out there is is on this uh this this what's i'm looking for this 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 bandwagon that's what i'm trying to say this bandwagon there's uh, a bandwagon is it, there's, there's a bandwagon there's a bandwagon uh total total paleo gastronomy no uh toilet paper gangsters no uh let's see the uh, lamont cranston's typing i'm sure he's got a he's got a doozy coming up here did i ever tell you daniel i i, I ate a macaron while waiting on lamont cranston at a at a train station in new york you have i've heard you mention that before it was the biggest macaron i've ever seen in my life it (laughs) was the size of a it was it was like a human head it was was like the size of a small human head it was big huge it was a big macaron titty pussy gusset says auntie scott no that's all right so i'm gonna go ahead and i'm gonna spoil this here adam it's the points guy the points guy. Are you familiar with the points guy? When you say that, it almost sounds like you're saying something in Russian. <laughs> no. But when the, you say that. The points guy. Three words. The points guy. Um, so here's, here's the thing. I recently, because of my automobile accident and the, the, the death of my mother, I have found myself in a situation where I am basically debt free. I, I have no, so I'm not, I don't have 
uh, when Congratulations I got divorced, on being debt free. When I got divorced, I was left with a, a sizable amount of debt that I, that I had to pay off over years. And I had gotten it down to, I think I was down to around, I don't know, I want to say like maybe 60, 60,000 or so. And oh, I wasn't that far. And anyway, so that's, it's gone. So I, I no longer have any debt. So the, I was, I was looking at stuff because I'm, I'm having to make some decisions about the remainder of the money that I, you know, can't, I, there's a limit to the amount that you can put into 401ks and IRAs each year. Like you're, you're limited to that. And then you have to decide, it's like, well, okay, do I want to put it, you know, in stocks or do I want to like pay off something on the house and whatnot? And so that's got me like reading a lot of financial articles and everything. And so I was listening to a podcast, uh, the New York times daily podcast. I think it was their weekend one last week where they were talking about the points guy and so much of what they said made sense to me, Adam, because let me ask you this. Do you know how credit card, how credit card companies, how they make their money? What's the primary way that a credit card company makes their money? Well, I'm probably going to get this wrong because it's, it seems so obvious that I may be wrong, but I would think on the interest or late payments or a combination of fees and interest. Oh, no. You had a piece of it there, but no, actually most people assume that credit card companies make their money off people who carry a balance, right? So like you get charged 29% interest on your you know, APR or whatever. So if you carry a balance and you're paying a very high interest rate on that balance, um, you know, if you just make your minimum payments on your credit card, you can balloon up a thousand dollar purchase into a $10,000 purchase. If you take too long to pay it off the, um, but the primary way that a credit card company makes money is through the fees that they charge the merchants. Like when you buy something in a store and you use your credit card, that merchant is charged a fee that goes directly to that credit card company. You've seen this before with Pride 48, right? If we use PayPal, we get charged 2.5% of the price yeah. plus a flat 25 cent fee. So if you donate a dollar to Pride 48 via PayPal, and it's not from your PayPal account. If it comes from, you know, a credit card, then Pride 48 actually only makes what 70 something cents off of that. Something because, like that. Yes. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, and the same thing. So uh, that is the primary way that that card companies make their money. So if you keep that in mind, that every yes. single time that you make a purchase, the vendor and the, the merchant has already factored that in right? The convenience store that's selling you the restaurant that's selling you the food. And so, so if you pay with cash or if you Unless pay, with you go to those mom and pop gas stations where they say you have to spend $10 right, right, in right, order right. to talking, use your yeah, card. Exactly. We're not talking about that. So if you don't pay with a credit card at these locations, if you're just using your debit card or you're paying cash for your supper or your gas or whatever, then you're paying the credit card fees for non-existent because it's factored in, you're still paying those credit card fees, even though you're not getting. So when you right. take that into account that every transaction that you make, you're paying credit card fees, whether you know it or not, because it's factored into the price, then you might as well be getting something back from that. So if you're going to be paying the fees, you might as well benefit from the 3%, 5% back or the, the airline miles or something like that. So the, the concept of it is, is that you strategically put all of your purchases on a credit card in order to accumulate those rewards, carrying yeah. a balance on none of them. So you still do your normal monthly budgeting, right? But you 
pay, you put those on credit cards and then you pay off those credit cards with the money that you have set aside for budget. So the only thing you use your, your, your bank account for is to pay the credit card uh, bills every month. And in the meantime, though, you're accumulating a lot of points. So the points guy is all about how to maximize that strategy so that you can take free trips and you like to travel. So mm-hmm. this would, this would be a way to take free trips, a way to, to get, you know, hotel rooms, free hotel rooms and, and free airline tickets, those kind of things. So that's, that's the new thing I'm toying with here because I know a lot of my credit cards recently have done this thing where it's, it's 5% back on groceries. Well, we set aside uh-huh. like $150 a paycheck for our groceries. That's like for two weeks of groceries here in the house. Paleo. That's, that's about $150. That's not- so... Now it's just we, like, well, we should be putting that on the Discover card and then just paying the hundred and fifty to the or three hundred dollars to the Discover card every month. But that's not going to be what you're going to do with this extra money that you have laying around. You, you no, just no, got, no. I'm just saying you, that this all this is all just it started the way it all right. started with one of those hypothetical things. Is like, okay, well, we have PMI on our mortgage. Is it worth it for me to put money into like to refinance and pay down some points so that I can eliminate PMI? Because whatever chunk of money that I put to do that won't be making any interest. I would get that money back at the sale of the house, but not plus interest. I would just get that money back. So is that even a good place to put my money? Because it's not really working for me. Right. So these are, these are the things. And so then it, it kind of comes down to, as I'm reading these articles and that led me down, you know how the internet works, Adam, you read one article (laughs) and it leads you down a rabbit hole to another thing. And then pretty soon, you know, you're, you're, you're joining QAnon and you're uh, convinced that uh, (laughs) pedophiles are drinking the blood of young children uh, for, for the adrenochromes. I do. Mark and I both do that already. So when we, when we go on our trips, nine times out of 10, our flights are free because we, we put everything on our credit card and I pay off my credit card every two weeks. So I get no interest Mm -hmm. and, and I also get frequent flyer miles. Now I don't use it to the fullest extent. When I was growing up, my stepdad, he always did that. He always paid everything on a credit card. And paid off the credit card every month and then used the frequent flyer miles for us to go on trips. So that was kind of something that we had already done. Mark is very, he does every little thing. Like these credit cards will have, uh, you have to go to their website and they'll have special offers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Where you'll have to click on the offer and activate it. I don't go, I don't do that because I never remember. Right. And he'll say, uh, we'll be buying some furniture on Wayfair or something. And he'll say, oh, you know, the credit card is doing a $15 off this month, but you have to go yep. click the thing. And I, and I say, shit, I already bought it, you know, or whatever. But he does all of that. Yep. I do it mainly for the frequent flyer miles. He also does the gas thing. The Bank of America card has gas points or some crap. Yeah. So we do there's, that. There's and- all different. Yeah. So I'm I'm starting to slowly adopt into that so that I can take me some fabulous trips. It's funny in the chat room, they're talking about Cyclone, our executive producer Cyclone in the chat room says that there was a great scam where folks would order coins from the mint with free shipping, get double credit card points and then deposit the coins at their local bank to pay off the credit card. Now, I know that that is true because that was on that New York Times podcast and the place that brought that to light was the Point Sky. <laughs> the Point Sky website actually was the one that discovered that the the US Mint had made these coin these dollar coins that they really wanted people to adopt and people don't want dollar coins so they were having a hard time getting people to do it. So the Mint said, "Hey, you can buy them direct from us 
and free shipping on, on our website. And of course you would use your credit card to do that. So the mint was taking a loss because they're paying credit card fees on top of that. So right. you would go and buy 500 coins at the mint, right? Get them shipped to you. Uh, you got the points for that. And then you just w- took those 500 coins down to the bank and deposited them and then paid off the credit card bill. So it's like, it was basically, there was this whole scam where people were buying tens of thousands of these coins just to get frequent flyer miles and, and then just take those tens of thousands of coins down to the bank and deposit them. So it was a, it was one of those things that they had to shut down, but that that's the kind of things that the point sky website looks out for you, Adam. Well, I, I'm going to look into it Yeah, I tell because you. like I said, I only do, I only do the frequent flyer miles. I don't do all the other stuff. I need to get one that that's going to give me some, some free cruises. I have to find me a, a way to get free cruises. Cruise miles, cruise maybe, miles, you know, maybe, maybe some of the cruise lines when you, because you know how, when you go on a cruise and they try to sell you everything under the sun, buy a Tanzanite bracelet and you know, whatever, I'm sure they must have a credit card. One of those companies must have a credit card oh, where I'm they sure. say, Oh, sure. you know, take out our, take out our credit card and, and you can get X percentage off of your beverages. Mm-hmm. While you're on the cruise and, and guess what? The card is a Tanzanite credit card. By the way, by the way, uh, speaking of cruises, I I know that I mentioned this on that Darnelvis at some point, and maybe I mentioned it here. So Alaskan cruises are out because Canada is not going to open their ports for all of 2021. You know what I say? Blame Canada. Right. That's what I say. Here's the thing. Yesterday, the Congress, our Congress, the U S Congress, sent a letter to Canada asking them to like work around it and to work with them to like bypass it. And they're, so it's like, this is a bipartisan letter that went from Congress up to Canada that basically said something along. I wish I could, I, I don't have it right in front of me, but it was, it started with something like, well, due to us laws, cruise ships can't sail from here to, and it's like, so we're asking you to work with us to open your port sooner so that the cruise industry can get back. And they, they were basically asking Canada to allow ships to dock at their ports, but no one disembark. They just wanted to park them there so that they could technically meet the requirements <laughs> of the law. Right No, we're just going to park in your port. We're not actually going to leave it's, the ship or whatever, but I'm sitting there, I'm thinking about it. Like this is the Congress. Why don't you just change the fucking law? You're the Congress. Just wouldn't it be easier instead of asking another country to do some weird, goofy thing here? You pass a law that gives a one year moratorium on the Jones Act. And then there you're done. You're done. It's like, but Congress can't pass laws. That's why they want everything to be done in the Supreme Court nowadays, because we can't get a law passed to they can't get a law passed to save their lives. The, all the, anyway, uh, so I, I don't really have a good segue for this, but <laughs> yes. I, I, if I sound, if I sound any different, any better, any worse, mm-hmm. the same, mm-hmm. I don't know. We'll see when, when we we'll listen see. to the episode, we'll find, we'll find out, but we'll, we'll find out. But I, I wanted to announce on here officially the, the chat room already knows. Cause we talked about it a little bit on the pre-show. Wait, no, you're, you're just going to blurt it out here. This is 
for those of you who listened to Adam's solo show, he yeah. wanted this package to show up. He was hoping that this package would show up before his ski trip. And what he really meant was, I'm hoping it shows up before Mix Minus. But that would have given too much yeah. away. So he said ski trip. So everyone was thinking, oh, it's some ski right. clothes. It's like you you went and bought yourself a pair of jeans so you wouldn't have to wear those ugly bibs while you're skiing. It's like <laughs> all kind of theories floating throughout the internet on what this mystery package that was yeah. going to show up at Adam's house was. Was, and we found out this evening it was the Roadcaster Pro. <gasps> it's a Roadcaster Pro. Adam joins but, Archer, John Ong, and myself as the the as being the fourth person to have. Oh, actually, no, I guess the fifth because Bobby from She's Not Doing So Well also has a Roadcaster Pro. So there you go, five Roadcaster Pros in the Pride Forty Eight community. Apparently, the Roadcaster Pro is the bee's knees, Daniel, because I was also before I before I pulled the trigger. Yes. And uh, actually bought it. I was I was looking around on YouTube in various places and it's listed as the number one anywhere you go. It's listed as the number one for podcasters. I did not need a mixer. Let's just let's just say that now I have, you know how I talk about occasionally I talk about, I mean, in fairness, you do in fairness, because you couldn't fade when you did one show and you had to, you've, you've had some technical problems with that mixer that were just part of the design of that mixer. Yeah. I mean, it's not, it doesn't do as well for the live to tape stuff that we do because I needed to be able to, if they could, if they fixed that one thing, Mm -hmm. it would have worked fine for me but i just need the 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 one thing about the zoom live track that i had was fading fading stuff when you're when you do the so i had to have a separate you know as we know i had to have a separate soundboard on my ipad and then anyway regardless i have i'm liking it literally i plugged it in 10 minutes before the show i ran up here after dinner because i got it yesterday but i had i had ordered cables and an sd card Mm -hmm. a micro sd card because i didn't have one and those didn't come until today Ah. and so and because work has been so busy i didn't have any time to do any pre-setup or anything i literally plugged shit in turned it on and hoped that it worked and it did yes magically i didn't have to do anything i found a couple of things uh that you know because i am a I'm a nitpicky person. I'm a, especially when it comes to audio and technology. Yes. And I've said before, and I said this while you were walked away, but I felt so bad because you bought me that mute button. Oh yeah. Now now you don't need it. And the first thing I did, now I don't need it. That's true. But the first thing I did is go, well, it makes a clicking noise when you punch the button. (laughs) Well, and so I, I was like picking apart and then I thought, oh, why couldn't I just said thank you and moved on? Why did it have to be? So I get this in and I plug it in and everything. And the first, so we noticed that the mix minus that it's touted for is not working on a single channel that is not a, the channel that you would normally necessarily use. But they advertise they that do. all they three do. of these channels are mix minus. Correct. The only other thing that the only other thing that has bugged me so far about it is there was one feature on my on my other mixer that I really enjoyed where I could set the volume in my headphones different than the volume that is going out to any other headphone channel. Each headphone channel. But you did it at a at a at a channel level, not the whole thing. So, like, for instance, if you if I wanted you softer in my ears 
but I wanted to bump you up for the main mix. I could I could edit your volume just for my headphones and then bump you up in the main mix. Got it. And and I could do that for all of the headphone outs. So all five, six, seven headphone outs. So I could have a different mix mm-hmm. for each one. The only and the only reason that came up is because you're a little bit quiet to the stream right now. But if I turn you up in my ears, you're going to be too loud in my ears. So that's one other thing that I noticed. But it's very cool looking. It is. And I love cool looking things. It does have the I love the pads. I found so I one one complaint that I had that I told you about is why do those sound effect buttons not have a digital screen? So they tell you the title because those are expensive. I don't know. They're expensive, but you can see, you can color code them. But, but I'll, I'll say this. You didn't tell me this, but they, they include with it a little cardboard. I did tell you that a little cardboard thing that you can write the name of the sound effect and put it over it. Yeah. It's grease pencil. So you can wipe it off. Grease pencil or Sharpie or whatever you can put on there. And uh, I don't know if I'll use that or not, but that, that. No, what I'm saying that's erasable. Right. Right. I understand. The dry erase. I didn't mean Sharpie. I meant dry erase, but. Okay. So that's it. I'm, I'm, I'm liking it so far, except for those two things, but I've never found a mixer that had every single feature that I wanted. So, you know, there's that. Well, with your huge bonus, you should maybe pay an electrical engineer to come out and build you a mixer from know, scratch right? that has every single feature that you would want. In it. I want to go to a recording studio sometime and just see how good their mixers are. Just be amazed at all the features that they have and I mean, everything. After COVID, you could probably go take a tour of a, of a, of a recording so. studio. I, mean, I paid money. They're a business. They, they, as long as you pay money, then, you know, they don't really care. I paid money for an audio engineering course one time and you were supposed to get a mentor mm-hmm. and it fell through and they didn't give me my money back. I paid probably $5,000. All right. And anyway, anyway. Let me so ask you this, it. Adam. Let me, how'd you pay for it? With money? No, I mean, did you, did you put it on a card? Did you uh, pay for it? Uh, did you get points for it? No, did you get miles for the- it? I don't know if I got miles for it, but it was after my airplane crash. So I had a little bit of extra money in my, in my accounts. Yes. After your airplane crash? When I got money from American Airlines because they crashed me. I'm talking about, did you, yes, but I'm this, the, 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 the Roadcaster Pro, did you get mileage for it? Did you put it on? Did you buy it on a credit oh, card? Yeah, that gave I you, put, oh I put, my god! Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, put I was trying to do a call. A that was a reverse. Uh, oh, Jesus Christ! Three, two, one. Contact is the secret. Is the moment when everything happens. Contact is the answer. Is the reason that everything happens. Contact. Let's make Excellent. It is the contact segment of the show. This is the segment where we play your voicemails, read your emails. Adam, did we get any emails this week? I'm unaware of any contact yeah, this week. Did yeah. did you just want to play the music or? No, we have a, we have did a, we a get, voicemail. Oh, oh, no, we didn't get any emails. I, f- I forgot about the voicemail. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm sure this person, well, let's, let's listen to the voicemail then, shall we? What did the farmer say when his cow was on the roof? Oh, that's why. What? What? What did he say? 
get down. <laughs> That's not really a joke. Uh, that, I love that. There's not really a joke there. Is I love there? that. Yes, that is hilarious. I'm going to use that joke tomorrow. I'm stealing that joke. I'm going to use it tomorrow. That that is that is almost as good as uh, my middle nephew. His Wi-Fi password is. You shouldn't give out Wi-Fi passwords on the air. I'm going to tell you this. I thought it was genius. His Wi-Fi password is. It's on the fridge. It's on the fridge. Yes. <laughs> I don't get it. So when someone comes over and says, what's your Wi-Fi password? He says, it's on the fridge. Oh, and then they go and look at the fridge and, and he keeps repeating it. It's like, it's on the fridge. It's on the fridge. There you go. I, th- I thought that was great. Anyway, uh, so clever. thank is you. This the, is this a nephew that I know? Yes, yeah, Scott. I think, I think you met, who'd you met? No, I didn't meet Scott. You met Kent. Was it? Yes. Yes. I met Kent. Yeah. I will, I will see Kent tomorrow. Actually, oh, okay. Kent's birthday was, uh, oh, it was a month ago. It was January. Tell Kent I said hello. I will. I will tell Kent that you said hello. Um, I, there was something I was going to, so, yeah, no email. I, I'm wondering what's going on with our email, though, because our executive producer is having problems sending us email. It's getting a weird bounce back thing. I know it's nothing that you can check on right now. And the weird thing is we both have Gmail accounts underneath that. So it shouldn't be a problem. And yet. Yeah. Uh, well, the only thing I could do is because it's literally something we pay extra for with, with, uh, Pride 48. Hover. Oh, no, Hover. with Hover. Oh, with Hover. Yeah, we could. So you know what? We could. That's right. We, we do pay for that. Well, so I could, I could call their customer service and say, Hey, I would email them. Probably what get, is up? Yeah, we'll get that well, solved. Who knows? Maybe maybe we've been getting email this whole time. Maybe people have been sending us email every single week, and they're just why don't maybe. they ever? Why don't they ever read it? Maybe. Well, we can we can dream, can't we? That, Thank that you. people are emailing us every week. We have hundreds of emails. Hundreds, and all thousands of emails ether. coming in. All right. Uh, <laughs> thank you very much, Scotty. We do appreciate it. If you would like to send us a voicemail, you can head over to voicemail.mixminuspodcast.com. Um, I just wanted to take this moment because I forgot to say this at the beginning of the show. You are going to be gone next week. I am like you're on vacation right now. So you're, you are not going to be here next Friday night for the recording of mix minus. So I wanted to share with people that the, the lovely and talented John Ong will be my co-host next Friday night here on mix minus along with the pod father, the gay pod father, Archer. So Archer and John Ong. Adam, we couldn't just replace, this is your eval here. We couldn't replace you with a single person. We had to bring in two people to replace you, Adam. So I'm flattered. Yeah. I'm, I, yeah I, I, I noticed that. Yeah. It was, I mean, uh, you know, the chances are Archer will fall asleep halfway through, you know, the first hour, but uh, you know, John Ong will probably be in it. We'll, we'll do karaoke. It'll be great. Uh, so you may set, set your clocks, boys and girls, the, the lovely and talented John Ong, Next Friday, right here on most of these Pride 48 stations. Is he going to bring along DeBell with him? Oh, shit. I'm going to have to stream. Oh, no. Archer can stream to the stream. There you go. I got it solved. Yeah. Got it solved. I was going to say, I don't, I don't know how to stream to the stream. I don't have that software. I'm, I'm sure you could learn. 
It's it's not that nah, difficult. It sounds very you, very. Sounds you are very, an audio person, so and sounds very difficult. Yeah, Adam, yeah. Uh, what do you got here? You, you've been not. It wasn't good enough that you just bought a Roadcaster Pro. You've also been buying random gadgets. Now, are, are these snow skiing gadgets? Like, did you buy like some anti fog thing for your goggles or something like that? No. I, well, I haven't bought anything, but I was I, I so. And it really had nothing to do with the bonus, but at bonus time every year, I get an itch to just buy some random technology or something because, I, you know, I'm like, you know what? I deserve it. Buy, buy something for yourself. And I realize now I realize that I just bought a mixer, but I bought the mixer before I got the bonus. So that doesn't oh, count. Yeah, it doesn't count. You see. Right. That, 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 so t- I, you know, I can say it because we bought our TV right before my mom died. So that doesn't count. You can't go out and buy, spend money on a new TV. And uh, so I was just looking because every year around bonus time, if if I get a, a decent bonus, I buy myself something. One year it was an iPad. One year it was a laptop. I even bought Mark a laptop. I bought him a Mac Pro or something at, at one point when I got a bonus. So because uh, I wanted to spread the love, you know, why not? So Can I was looking you around. Spread the love tonight. Is that how that now, goes? Okay, I, we, you and I both know that I will never have a you a consistent YouTube presence or no. video presence of no. any sort. No, I, I won't. I won't. Like no. I'll, I'll I look at myself. Go, I'm ugly. I don't want to be. I don't want to edit. Or I, I won't want to edit video. Or there'll be other things that I want. But for whatever reason, I'm fascinated by by video gadgets yes and and i and i always think i always think that uh you know maybe this is the time i'll I'll, i will use this i will get a lot of of use out of it and uh and so i i was looking around on youtube and i there are video switchers yes that you can buy that are they're like mixers only for video Right. So if you wanted to get really snazzy with your Zoom conference or whatever, right. you could take the, the you know, several different video signals, but to the computer, it just looks like a single video signal. You use that as your webcam and then you can mix, right. like put yourself over the top of a PowerPoint or, you know, to the side of a PowerPoint or, you know, on top of some weird background or something like that. Yeah. And so, and also some of them will stream directly to, by the way, good night, Auntie Scott. Thank you for joining us. In the chat room, um, a lot of them you will stream directly to Twitch and YouTube. You don't even have to go through a computer. You can it'll it'll stream directly to all of it. So if you wanted to do, for instance, if we wanted to, now I realize we could do this today using our computers. I, I realize that there's OBS Studio and you know there's other things, but computers are okay, kind of well, glitchy. In fairness, OBS the S and OBS stands for Studio, so. Okay. Well, it's kind of like ATM machine, right? <laughs> so I was just looking and then I found this video where this guy had a whole, he was showing his whole desk setup, and he had a special arm. You that know what? Had I was wrong. Arms. I was wrong. The S stands for software. So you're fine. You're right. And it had any, I don't know. I'm just looking there. There's, so I'm looking at video switchers. Now the funny thing switchers. is, yes, yes, I have, I have one. <laughs> you, you bought I, a video switcher. A live streaming video switcher. I bought it a few years ago and I never used it. I bought it because I thought I was going to use it at Pride 48 and then I didn't. Mm-hmm. 
And how, and, how much was it? Uh, well, all said and done, it was probably around $1,600. Oh, well, if you want to send that to me, I'll test it out for you and I'll, I'll let you know. Uh, I could probably, if I buy this new one, I could probably sell it to you really cheap. Wait, I, I, or you could just send free, it to me. Even, so yeah, not, it's, it's been sitting in your closet. So, But I do, you know, I like to buy technology and that's how I reward myself for being a good boy. Mm-hmm. And uh, there's nothing I need. Uh, it's just, it's all want at this right. point. Now, the one thing that I am going to do. Adam, I get but, this question. I get this question. What? Because you, you're, you're talking about how you buy these things to reward yourself and everything. Now, keep in mind, I have been podcasting with you for a decade. Yeah. I would say of all the people in the planet, I know you more than most. Okay, man, you got really quiet. I was taking a drink right then. And now that I know the size of these bonuses that are coming, I am convinced, Adam, I'm convinced. You don't know the size of the bonuses. You don't have to answer me. You don't have to answer me because your face is going to give this away. Did you buy a real sex doll? No. Oh I my God, you a, did. Oh did my God, not. you did. You bought. I did not. A, I know no, you bought you a were, real sex doll. I did not. Ask Mark. He would know. Where am I going to hide a real <laughs> sex doll? Right. Where am I going to hide that? My, I swear mm-hmm. to God, mm-hmm. I want one, mm-hmm. but I'm not like, I'm not going to get that because I mean, Mark's really conservative and he would laugh at me. And also that's weird. I mean, where are you going to keep it? Like in the closet, in the bed. And then, and then your, your parents come over and I tried to wear, when I first met Mark, I tried to wear sexy underwear for him and he laughed and called it panties. Okay. Well, yeah. Chat room is is bringing a really good point. You have a bonus room. You can put him in there. Oh, right. Yeah. No, I don't. Well, well, there is that room that's going to be the gym. Oh, actually, you know what? Oh, you could name him Jim and then put him in the gym. (laughs) I uh, actually, I need to buy an elliptical, so I probably should avoid buying a video switcher and just buy that elliptical that I was going to (laughs) buy. So I I totally derailed you. You were looking at video switchers and you decided what, what, what were you leaning towards? No, no, no. What I, what I am going to do for sure. I don't know. Oh, I'm leaning towards an ATEM mini pro. It's a black magic ATEM mini pro. I see that a lot of people um, really like the black magics and, uh, and it would just be another thing that would sit next to the kind of next to the mixer here and just be another set. But, but I was watching a YouTube video about this and this guy uh, has a setup that was exactly what you and I talked about when we were recording the YouTube video where I said, I, we have to look at the, yes we have to look at the camera. But I, I'm normally looking at you and not the camera. And he had a setup where he was using the exact same um, teleprompter that I have. And he bought, it was a monitor for a camera. Yeah. A camera monitor. You can get like a nine and or, he, yeah, 10 or 12 inch like USB monitor. And they're that, not that expensive. Yeah, they're like 112, 100 and you know, somewhere around that. Yeah. I've thought about doing that too because I have my, gonna, my webcams already on a, a tripod. So I was thought about getting one of those. And I can use that even for work because now I use this monitor. I use this setup for work as well. I just switch it to the Mac instead of my, I switch it to my work computer instead of my personal one. And so in Zoom calls, if I wanted to look people in the eye, it, they'd probably be cre- creeped out because no one does that. But I could, you know, I could put them in the, 
in the monitor and then look right at it. So I'm probably going to do That's not expensive. I already have the teleprompter. I would just need to spend the money on the, the monitor. Yeah. The, the thing that I'm looking at here that would be annoying is I'm just playing with my zoom interface here is I have, I would have to push the entire zoom interface up to that monitor. I, there's no way for me to break your video out to a different monitor. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So that you way, if could. I needed to do uh, well, something, if I needed to do something on zoom, like stop my video or whatever, I'd have to push my mouse up to that monitor, which is not that big of a deal, but I would still have that zoom menu kind of there. I can't just get your full. Right. Fix that. Zoom. There, are, there are weird things you could do. Like you could take OBS studio and you could select just the portion of the screen that my face is on. Yeah, and then and you could output there, OBS yeah. studio to a separate uh, yeah. view viewer and then put that viewer up there. But if let's you really be, wanted let's be, to. all right. So in, from my standpoint though, we live in Microsoft world. So we use Microsoft teams. That's that I use Microsoft yep. teams every day. And that is more likely than not where I'm doing video conferencing. And for that, I definitely, that would be a real pain in the ass to push the entire Teams client up to, to that monitor. That would right. be, that would be a nightmare. That's it. So I'm just looking, if anyone has any ideas of frivolous tech stuff that I can buy or to reward a real myself, doll, like if you, if you bought a real doll and you could not, not a to, doll, not, I, I just can't, that's more than I want to spend. That's, those are $10,000. 10 to 15,000. That's a lot. Uh, we are putting in a patio and trees and stuff this spring. So. Oh, you know what? I didn't even think of this. We just had someone come out the other day and quote us to put in a patio and we agreed to it. And we actually, our patio will be, we have a date now, April 20th. They're going to be cool. installing our patio. So, I I've mean, we, we have a screened in patio, but we're getting a paper. Or patio. hire that assistant to start doing it for me. It is the news game. The, uh, the I, I was I there was a joke in the chat room and I'm laughing at it. So I'm, I've completely lost my train of thought. Uh, it is the Mix Minus News Quiz. This is the segment of the show where Adam will read me questions from the New York Times News Quiz. And I, using only my head, brain, and mouth words, will answer those questions. These are multiple choice questions, uh, and I will try to do it without it. You know, I just realized I'm going to have to like either get John Ong or Archer to do the news quiz next week. So it'll be fun. All right. Anyway, Adam, uh, what is the first question on our news quiz today? All right. Tiger Woods, who survived a serious car crash this week, has won 15 major men's golf tournaments. Second, second all time, second all time. I don't, that sentence makes no sense. Anyway, who is the only golfer with more? Oh, well, if he he's second, yeah. He, okay. So if he's second, all, so he's won 18 and that's the second all time. So someone has won more than 18. No, he's won 15. Oh, he's and won this 15. person so, has won 18. Uh, I kind of feel like um, there is a dude and is not. Uh, the, who's the guy that played the Joker in the Michael Keaton Batman? Uh, everybody is that what Robin Williams used to do an imitation of it. Jack Nicholson, Jack Nicholson, but it's someone that's close. It's like, it's, it's, what are my choices? It's something close to that. You have Roy McAvoy. No, you have Phil Mickelson. You have Jack Nicholas. 
Ah, that's it. That is Jack Nicholas. It's Jack Arnold Nicholas. Palmer. No, and it's you have Jack Gary Nicholas. Player. Jack Nicholas. Gary Player. Is that Gary Player. Real, is that even a real person? Jack Nicholas. Correct. Sweet. Also, that's the first time I've used the sound effect. I know. On a, on a podcast on my new Rodecaster Pro. All right. COVID-19 has caused more than 500,000 confirmed deaths in the U.S. over the past year. Yes. I sound very peppy when I said that. Roughly hmm. how many Americans have died from influenza during an average flu season over the past decade? Well, let's see. Since we know that the COVID is just like the flu, then that means that we regularly lose 500,000 people a year. So 500,000 times 10 years would be what? 5 million. So yeah, probably around 5 million. Or so. No, Adam, the uh, COVID is nothing like the flu. I think the it's like 40,000 or so. What, what are my choices? 35, 350, 3,500, 35,000 or 350,000. So this is over 10 years, right? Over a decade. Yes, yeah, that yeah, would be uh, 10 years. 35,000. 35,000. That is correct, Daniel. It's yes. 35,000. It we influenza is typically between 2 and 4,000 people a year on influenza. It's typically among the 15 leading causes of death in the U.S., killing more people than either vehicle crashes or gun violence during a severe flu season. But the flu is still of a smaller order of magnitude than COVID. Correct. The House of Representatives is set to pass President Biden's pandemic relief plan as soon as today. Which three of the following does the bill include? <laughs> Number one. Wait, 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 wait. So I'm three things that the bill includes. And how many how many choices are there? There are five choices. Right, so I'm looking for the two that don't exist so that I can sure. show you the three that do. Sure. Okay. All right. Go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. One time direct stimulus checks to most individuals. Yes, that one. Go ahead and check that one. That is a definite. I know that that is that is a uh, fourteen hundred dollars. Yes. I don't think I'm going to get one. No. If you Funding- make more than seventy two thousand, you will not get one. Funding to expand. I'm just, I just missed it. Just missed it. Funding to expand yeah, vaccinations. Like Funding to expand vaccinations. Yes. You want me to select that one as well? Yes. A liability shield to protect corporation from loss corporations from lawsuits. If their workers contract the virus. No, that was a Mitch McConnell thing for the last one. No, that that, money, that is not that is not a uh, Democratic uh, priority. Money for state, local, and territorial governments. Yes, because state governments are going broke, and then it, and, doesn't, it doesn't matter what the last one is because I I've already picked three. But what what is the last one? A public option letting any American buy government health insurance. <laughs> <laughs> no, I do not believe that the reinstatement of the uh, uh, so you care. said just to confirm, yes. you said one time direct stimulus checks to almost or most individuals, funding to expand vaccinations and money for state, local and territorial governments. Correct. Are you happy with that? I am happy with those choices, Adam. OK, you are correct. Yay. Wow. Wow. Doing doing pretty good here. I know. New Jersey became the 14th state to legalize the recreational use of cannabis for adults 21 and older. (laughs) You know what? Here's the thing. You know what pisses me off? Every new state that has recreational marijuana, they're never anywhere close to Florida. 
It was like I would I would I would have to drive like 20 something hours to get to the closest state that has legalized recreational marijuana. Go ahead. What go what's the what's the rest of the question? Which of the following states has not approved marijuana for recreational use? <laughs> Any of them around Florida. So. Arizona, That's California. N- those are not close to Florida. Mississippi. That's close Oregon, to Florida. Oregon or Vermont. Mississippi. Yeah, Mississippi is a deep red state and is really close to Florida. Yeah, Mississippi is is deep red state. There's no way wow, that they would be doing- like they would be like the last state to to legalize recreational marijuana. The election technology company Dominion Voting Systems sued Mike Lindell for more than one billion dollars this week. Isn't that in Austin Powers? One billion dollars anyway yes over claims he made about fraud in the presidential election yes who is mike lindell oh he's a fucking lunatic is that one of the uh he's like a mentally unstable weirdo right-wing christian dude that made a pillow he's uh oh my god there was just a story on him the other day on QAnon. You're going to need choices because QAnon you're, Anonymous. I mean, I'm just saying there's like he, the, the, they did the whole backstory. If you guys haven't listened to the QAnon Anonymous podcast, I've, I've talked about it numerous times. They did an entire episode on how crazy batshit crazy Mike Lindell is. Please go back. But he's the, he's the My Pillow guy. He's the, is that one of the choices he owns a pillow? The My Pillow guy? The CEO of the company, My Pillow. Yes, that, that's it. That, no other choices need be made. Correct. And that is, let me count. That sounded like five. That's that five, five out of five. Five, five um, out of five, Adam. That is uh, amazing. Now we have our uh, trivia. This is where that um, five out of five. <laughs> goes to zero out of five and uh let's see I need i've a, i've I pulled need out the the question second i have to find the you know because i don't keep it uh timer uh all right here we go version oh wait do we want to do version 26 or number 25 or number two who knows pick one now 25 the game begins in three two one what southeastern state boasts the cities of Frog Jump only and Sweet Lips? Mississippi. Tennessee. Damn it. Who said he'd probably be broke and starving if he hadn't written Suzanne? Her husband. Incorrect. Leonard Cohen. What city did Napoleon occupy in 1798, sending Pope Pius the Sixth to south of France. Rome. Correct. What's the most common trick a pet dog can perform? Sit. Correct. What coach for St. Louis? Oh, I'm not supposed to. What nation sells the most weapons worldwide? The United States. Wow. And uh, what coach for St. Louis, Montreal, Buffalo, Pittsburgh, and Detroit? Detroit has the NHL's highest career winning percentage. Uh, NHL. Two ones. Sorry. Scotty Bowman. I, I, this is a sports uh, question. I don't, I, we don't count the sports questions. Uh, so out of six, you got three, I think. Uh, you did. You got three out of six. That's a 50%. Adam, that is a A plus in anyone's book. 
I mean, you're a solid performer, Daniel. That's uh, as as on the uh, eval scale of one to five. I think that's a that's a three out of my. I didn't lose my bonus, but uh, I'm not going to get any extra. Okay, had you gotten a four, would you have gotten? 125 of your 125? I don't know because we used to do that, but they made changes recently, so I'm not sure. It's possible, but I'm not sure about that. Okay. Uh, (laughs) Should I give the news quiz to Archer or John Ong or both of them next week? Uh, Should I make make them fight it out like who buzzes in first? So are you going to be the one reading the questions and they're going to be answering? Yes. Uh, yeah, both of them, I think. All right, there, there you heard it. That was that was a very uh, weird cutoff of that. Uh, <laughs> all right, I, I, I'm gonna. I, should I make them fight it out? Well, you could. You know, there are those online buzzers. You could use that online. Yeah, buzzer yeah, that no, that's what I was before. gonna do. No, I was so gonna do that. That's yeah. what you need to do. All right, yeah. cool. I'm gonna do that. Uh, Adam, you know what? Each and every week, we get uh, just uh, cartons and cartons and cartons of dead trees delivered to our house with all kind of research done by our executive producer Cyclone. This is come from. Come, <laughs> Jesus Christ. This is coming from the Mix Minus Research Center, Archives and Test Kitchen. These are things that have happened on February 26th. Adam, uh, today, February 26th, is National Pistachio Day. I like pistachios. Do you know who else loves pistachios? I, you? I don't know. Madame Avasarla from The Expanse. And in the books, she was often uh, pulling pistachio nuts out of her purse and then putting the shells back in their purse. But, uh, yeah, uh, it's also Yukon heritage day. It brings the history and culture of the smallest of Canada's three territories to the forefront of public attention. And I'm pretty sure that they sell a pamphlet in Canada called what the hell is the Yukon? So, uh, you can probably find that out. Uh, the Yukon gold rush, Adam, uh, was a period of the 1890s featuring a queen contest, sled dog races, air shows, and snow sculpture contest. And here are five amazing facts about the Klondike Gold Rush. Isn't Klondike a candy bar or yeah, ice would, cream bar you, or something? You know what? I don't want to read these five. Let's see. What is it? Pulling their weight in part because the Canadian government required every incoming prospector to bring a year's worth of food to prevent starvation. The typical prospector's equipment weighed close to a ton. Oh, you know what? I know this because they eventually built a railway. And uh, Mark and I rode on that on that train because and they built the railway just so that people could actually get to the Yukon with all of their supplies because of that rule. Number two, uh, some boom towns saw thousands of gold seekers come through and had their population increase by as much as six thousand percent. Crazy. Let's see. They had brothels as well. You could go and, you know, (laughs) use your gold to, to buy a date. The native Han people of the region who either didn't know or didn't care about the gold ore in their nomadic lands were treated badly and most were forced in onto reservations. Huh. We, we never did anything like that in the United States. That, we never, we would never do something so horrible. Um, Alaska like is the United States. This, this is Yukon. Are, are you talking about this Canada? Is, or? No, this is Yukon. Yeah, oh, this is in Canada. Oh, oh, oh. Did you miss the whole point where I said today was Yukon Heritage Day? Well, I don't know. Is the Yukon in Canada? I'm not good at geography. <laughs> we we must have gone over into Canada when we were on our trip. 
Eureka, the earliest reported the tr- discovery of gold was on the, the banks of Rabbit Creek, a tributary of the Klondike River by American prospector George Carmack and his brother-in-law. I'm so glad that you listened to the things that I'm uh, reading. I didn't learn a thing. No, I I knew you said the Yukon, mm-hmm. but I was thinking Alaska because we went to the Yukon while we were in Alaska and I forgot that we mm-hmm. crossed the border over uh, into Canada. February 26th is also National Skip the Straw Day, which is something that I do not participate in. I have a, uh, do you see my straw? I do see your straw. I have, I I have see a it. silicon straw. I take, I, I bought a bunch of these because I take them to Disney because they don't do plastic straws at Disney anymore. And the metal straws are just annoying. So we just have these flexible silicon straws, reusable Why straws. Why are metal use. straws annoying? We have metal straws. Because uh, uh, this is a, tum- this is a Tervis metal tumbler right okay like it's it keeps cold things cold hot things hot what you know, anyway when you put a metal straw in there it's, it's a metal cup so it's just like dang, 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 like all day long so instead of me on a conference call just very surreptitiously going you know taking a little out of the silicon straw here it would be like bang, 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 bang. Just right saying, there you go now you know okay well so they're quiet they're they're quiet right. they're quiet and they're flexible because when you want to go into the park at disney and you you know you have to bring something that's big enough to put the metal straws in, whereas the, the silicon ones will fold. And then they'll also, up. I feel like the metal straws could be used as a weapon. They could. So they might confiscate them. You that, know, you, you could stab somebody with a metal straw. That's a plus. Uh, you know, in 2013, on February 26th, Marco McMillan was the first openly gay political candidate in Mississippi. He was murdered by Lawrence Reed, possibly after McMillan showed romantic interest in him. That's probably would still happen today in Mississippi. Mm-hmm. I, I wouldn't put it past them. Mm-hmm. Uh, in 1917, President Wilson learns of Zimmerman's telegram. In a crucial step to your, towards the U.S. entry into World War I, President Woodrow Wilson learns of the so-called Zimmerman telegram, a message from the German Foreign Secretary Arthur Zimmerman to the German ambassador to Mexico proposing a Mexican-German alliance in the event of a war between the U.S. and Germany. Now, you know, uh, in knowing is half the battle, it's some, but it's between 48 and 52% of the battle. Yes. Uh, in 1919, two national parks were preserved 10 years apart. Uh, do you know what two parks they are? I don't. The Grand Canyon was preserved in 1919 and the Grand Tetons in 1929 on this date on February 26th. I've been to the Grand Canyon. We, we went and apparently there are multiple Grand Canyon areas that you can go to. I mean, cause it's a large thing. It, it's, it expands for miles. Mm-hmm. So there's uh there's part of the Grand Canyon that's in Nevada near Las Vegas, but there's also part of the Grand Canyon that's in some other place, some other state. And we went to the one near Las Vegas and they have a, they built a, a, an observation deck that goes out over the, the Canyon and it's it's got a glass bottom. So you walk out and you're looking straight down. It's very scary. It's very. Also, the, you have to wear booties. You have to wear special booties <laughs> on your feet to, so, to make so, sure that. Yeah. So that you don't, you don't like scuff up their their plexiglass clear through thing. Right. I guess. And they won't let you. They won't let you take your own camera because they're trying to sell you photos. Oh, yeah. Well, you got to pay. For and yeah. But I'll tell you what, the the thing about the Grand Canyon, what people will go, there are no rails on the Grand Canyon. They don't, they don't put rails. So when you go up, people are standing right on the edge and people have died 
they have fallen off the edge of the Grand Canyon into the canyon and died. And there are no, there's no railings. I was, I was kind of scared. So this is weird, Adam. This is weird. I just told you that the Zimmerman telegraph got telegram, got us into world war one. Yes. But I'm like going Zimmerman. Why do I know that name? Zimmerman. And then I scroll down here a little bit longer. Uh, in 2012, this was the day, 20, February 26th of 2012, when Trayvon Martin was shot and killed by George Zimmerman. Ah, yeah. There's also a Hans Zimmer. Mm-hmm. I think a composer or something. Yes. I could be completely wrong no, about no, that. No, I've, I've heard that name as well. Also, here's the thing. What, what's the deal with February 26th and tragedies? Because 1993, the World Trade Center was bombed on February 26th. So we have Trayvon Martin being shot in 2012, us entering World War I in uh, 1917, and the World Trade Center being bombed. Did I already say that one? Or Trayvon Martin being shot? All of those things. All, it's just weird. February 26th. That's a bad day. It's a bad day, Adam. Also, Adam gets his eval on the 26th. So another thing that's right. And he got a and he, and he got a three. Adam, there were several number one box office movies on February 26th across multiple years. I'm going to play you a theme song for one of them. You tell me what it is. I know you know the choices. So this one's probably going to be really easy. Here we go. Well... Any, any, any guesses? Is it pretty in pink? You are correct, Adam. It is uh, If You Leave is the uh, theme song of Pretty in Pink, a, a movie from some year. I noticed some of them are blue this week and some are yellow. I'm sure it's written. Oh, it is. Yellow <laughs> designates that it will only last for one week at the top. I love, right I love there. how you just like, oh, there's got to be a legend somewhere. Maybe it's right here where, where, where right it says the, that. Right at the top. Maybe maybe it's there in the, in the uh, yeah. Uh, let's see. I, I, was, I was excited because I thought I was going to get By the, the way, Daniel. Yes. One Sweet Day mm-hmm. by Mariah Carey and Boys to Men is still number one. That doesn't matter. I was, I thought for a moment when I was looking at this list, cause you also have number one, uh, you know, songs on one side and the movies on the other. We always go to the movies, but the number one song in February 26 was. Oh yeah. Nine, nine, two, five. I love this song. I love I this song too. so much. Did I ever tell you that uh, Linda Carter stole 20 bucks from me and Dolly Parton gave it back? I don't know. I'm, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm pretty memory. sure I did. Working I don't like that. I don't like this version of it. It is, oh, you know what? There's a video uh, and it's, it's not a very good sound quality. But uh, I've probably told you this before. Hmm. First of all, did you watch the Dolly Parton documentary? No, not yet. But by the way, oh, did, it's did, so Linda, good. did Linda Carter steal money from you too? No. Okay. Good. So good though. Uh, really enjoyed it. Mark and I watched it. And I think I said this on the podcast, but I'll say it again in case someone didn't hear that episode. The, dr- the, the clicking sound in nine to five. Oh, it's yeah, yeah, actually yeah. Yeah. Dolly Parton 
clicking her nails, her fingernails. Mm-hmm. That is actually her clicking her fingernails. And, and there you go. That that I think that says more than, than than anything else that we could possibly say. Adam, we'd like to say a very very happy birthday to Jif Palm, who turned eleven today. You know? Do you know who Jif Palm is? I see a picture of a dog. It's a Pomeranian. It's an internet celebrity dog. Uh, Erika Badu. Erika Badu. Yeah. Erika is an Erika Badu. All right. Turned fifty today. Tim Kane. Turned 63. He's a, the, the, you remember him. He was Hillary's VP candidate. Uh, Michael Bolton turned 68. Jane Wagner turned 86. And uh, it's Lily Tomlin's it? wife, by the way. It is. Uh, let's see. Johnny Cash uh, had his birthday on February 26. He died in 2003. Fats Domino died in 2017. Tony Randall in 2004. And Jackie Gleason in 1987. Uh, oh, and to Victor, the moon, Alice. Victor Hugo in 1885. So there you go, Adam. Uh, happy birthday to all of you. One of these days, Daniel. What? Pa- uh, One of these days. Pow. Pow. Straight to right remember, in the kisser. Remember uh, a few years ago when like there was a, a random car commercial that just suddenly had Michael Bolton in it as if anyone knew who the fuck Michael Bolton was? It was... <laughs> It's like at that point in time, there were like two 20 something sitting in a car and Michael Bolton showed up and they were like, wow, Michael Bolton. I'm like, there's no 20 year old on the planet that knows who the hell Michael Bolton is. Uh, that's that's fake advertising. Maybe. Hmm? He's, uh, uh, you know, a love song, per, a ballad, not a crooner. Crooner's a wrong word, but, you know, according to the Weekly World News in on February 26, an airline pilot photographed an angel. I, it looks like an angel. I, was, I, I will say that. You know what? He's probably just, he was like hitting on a stewardess or something. He's just like, you know what? Heaven must be missing an angel. Can I take your picture, baby? Uh, <laughs> Are you tired? Because you were running through my dreams all night. Ah, 12 ways to make your husband happier for $2 or less. Are you ready, Adam? It's a real sex doll. 12, 12 ways to make your husband happy, happier. For two dollars or less. Number one, buy a couple of pretty candles. No. That, Why that, would that, that make matter? your husband happy? Well, I if, don't you, know. If, if your husband is barren frosty, <laughs> probably. Uh, make him feel special by buying iron-on monograms and transferring them to his handkerchiefs. Oh, also Baron Frosty. <laughs> wow, this this article was written for him. Uh, number three, buy some pine-scented bath essence. When your husband comes home from work and complains that he's tired, draw him a bath with the essence and let him soak in it. Uh, I'm allergic to pine scent. Number four, go geisha. Buy a bottle of baby oil and give him a massage with it. Number five, pick up some travel brochures to romantic places then spend time with your hobby picking out which places you'd like to visit. <laughs> I, the, you, you skipped right over the baby oil, but I was wondering if there's a happy ending on that one. Well, I think it's implied. No. I think that's implied. Okay. If, you, if you want to make your husband happier, then a happy ending is implied. Uh, number six, if your husband is counting calories, buy him a pocket-sized calorie counting book to carry around with him. Wow. Now we have apps for that. You don't really... Oh, yeah, this, this was 1985, did I say? What, what year is this? It's on the cover. I have to scroll back up to see the cover. 1996. 1996. They didn't, they didn't have apps in 1996, Adam. True. Uh, uh, where were we at? I feel I'm, I'm bored by this. Let's just jump right straight to number 12. Number 12, take him out for a cup of coffee at the nicest hotel in town. Ta- 
that's going to be way more than two bucks. <laughs> that's, that's insane. Right. In 96, <laughs> even. Was Starbucks around in 96? I feel like coffee was $6 like, yeah. a glass in 96. Like coffee's been around cup. since like the 1600s or something. No, yeah, I'm Starbucks, pretty sure. not oh. coffee. I don't know. Uh, let's see. TV guide uh, as we look through the thing. Oh, Canon. Uh, would you, William Conrad, the most out of shape television uh, detective ever, was on the cover in 1976. I never understood why he was famous. He wasn't a good actor. He wasn't attractive. He, uh, like, I, I, I just, I never understood why William Conrad was famous. Uh, on the cover of TV Guide in 2001 is, is that Judy Garland? Uh, yes, it okay, is. Great. It says, and, it says Judy Garland right there. Yeah, but I didn't shoulder. know if that was a drag queen or not. Uh, and no, then, it's, it's uh, Judy Garland. uh, in 1996, Tori Spelling was on the, Tori uh, Spelling, yeah. yeah, cover. There you go, Adam. These are, these are all the things that we got from our uh, executive producer. Thank you very much. We do appreciate them. We do. We do. All right. Well, I, <laughs> you're just, you're yes, just, we do, Daniel. Yes, just, we do. You're just like, okay, I don't, I don't care. Anymore. Every single week. I don't care we, anymore. <laughs> I've stopped caring. I care. I didn't have, I, I don't know what to say about TV guide covers. I don't have a, a, a snappy, you know, witty thing to say i know and, and we're an audio medium so that that makes it weird but it's it's all right I, I think. i'm looking i mean i like the crotch of the guy on the 2011 one if you would like to send us an email do so send us an email i can't talk if you want to send us an email the address here's the goddamn address it's contact at mix minus podcast.com hey, send us a voicemail point your browsing device over to voicemail.mixminuspodcast.com and uh, just press the report button. There'll be a big red record button. Just press it and talk to us. Adam, I hope you enjoy your ski trip. Me too. I hope I don't get COVID. I hope you don't get COVID. I hope you don't die. Uh, I hope the jeans make your your butt look good and uh, all of that other stuff. I'm wearing bibs. I'll see you in two weeks. All right. This show is part of the Pride 48 Podcasting Network. Check out more great shows at pride48.com.